You are tuned in to On Air with Chris Shanafel. Welcome back on air with Chris Shanafel as we continue our Player Spotlight series with the 2020 NFL Draft Class. And it's been wide receiver week here on the podcast, and it's only right as this will go down as one of the best wide receiver draft classes of all time. Tonight we are joined by John Hurst, the wide receiver out of the University of West Georgia. John, I appreciate you taking the time tonight. How's everything going? Everything's going well. appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. The pleasure's all mine. So before we jump into the career that you had there at the University of West Georgia, John, uh, you recently had your pro day, and we'll get to that first. Uh, it was uh, March 10th to be exact. You ran a uh, 449 40-yard dash to go with a 419 short shuttle, 738 cone drill, 38-inch vertical, 10-foot-1 uh, broad jump and 15 reps in the bench press. You measured in at six foot one inch, 195 pounds. Um, you got the attention of the Godfather, Gil Brandt, on Twitter, Hall of Famer, obviously. Um, so anytime you can do that, that definitely uh, is impressive in itself. Um, but you know, I rattled off those numbers. Pretty solid day to say the least, John. Now that you've had a little over a week uh, for everything to digest, how do you feel about the outcome of your pro day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was definitely a good day. Uh feel uh, comfortable with the numbers I was able to put up. Um, you know, just looking back just over this past week and seeing everything that's been going on, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more, but um, definitely thankful and definitely lucky that we were able to get ours in um, and get it in early, especially with all of them closing down now. Um, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. Uh, I'm training for about two and a half months, and so um, I remember just trusting in the work that I put in, and I knew that what I put in, I was going to be able to get out, and so um, it was definitely a good feeling, and uh, to get some results that I wanted um, on Friday last week. Well, you touched on it. Uh, you know, just how fortunate are you, Jeff, to have your pro day to, to show NFL teams what you're made of? Because as we most pro days and NFL meetings, NFL workouts, prospect meetings, prospect mm-hmm. workouts have been canceled until further notice, and that's due to the coronavirus outbreak. Um, pro day just a couple days before this really made, um, you know, really big time national news in, in terms of cancellations. Not only did the NFL have to cancel pro days and uh, meetings with prospects and whatnot, but the NBA has uh, suspended their season. There's questions about whether or not they're going to be picking their season up. Um, you know, the, the NCAA had to cancel March Madness and, and even spring sports, um, and that that's uh, that goes for Division One FBS pro, uh, programs all the way down to Division Three, uh, even NAIA. So, just how fortunate are you to be able to? showcase your talent and to have had a, a pro day to work out. Right. I mean, like I said, we were just super lucky, um, super fortunate that we were able to get in early and get in before all this has been going on. I mean, it was kind of like a domino effect. Like you see a couple of players in the NBA get the virus and um, they cancel the season. And then it was kind of just everything starts falling after that. MLB's spring training and NCA and all this different stuff just get, starts getting canceled. So we're definitely lucky. Um, we're, we're definitely fortunate, but I still hate it for the guys that I trained with. Um, I trained with about 
12 to 13 guys. Three of us were from West Georgia. So the three of us were the only ones that had our pro day. Um, and I just feel for those other guys that we put in the work. Like I just couldn't imagine putting in all that work and um, having a pro day canceled. So I'm hoping something um, comes from it. I'm, I'm hoping some opportunity will come to them where they'll, they'll be able to showcase their talents and their abilities and their hard work. Um, but yeah, we're just we're fortunate and lucky that we were able to get ours in last week. No doubt about it. And some video has come out uh, of your field work. <laughs> and from what I've seen, uh, you know, you're really getting in and out of your breaks very quickly, very cleanly as well. The numbers are very impressive, John. Don't get me wrong. But how about the on-field work? I mean, are you just as happy with how you displayed yourself in, in that part of the uh, workout as well, showing what you're able to bring as a wide receiver? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, definitely the big focus in training was – um, to get those numbers up, to get um, those results and all the testing and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we play football, and the route in the field work is where we make our money and, and stuff like that. And so I remember before we started the drills, there was a couple other wide receivers that um, we were doing it with, and I was just like, this is what we do. This is football. And so we went out there, um, just ran routes. This is what we do every day. And so I was definitely confident in, in what I showcased during that. Um, and like you said, there was, I got to post some video that my trainer took, um, on Twitter and kind of blew up a little bit. I think we're at 150,000 views. So I, I was just thankful that that was marketed out there and, um, hopefully put in the right hands and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I felt good getting out of breaks. Um, and that's kind of the focus right now in my training right now after, after pro day, post pro day, um, is just working on route running, getting out of breaks smoother and faster and better. Um, and stuff like that, but yeah, it's been good. And again, I mean, you had a solid day all around, not only with the testing numbers, obviously the big one is that four four forty yard dash, mm-hmm. a 38-inch vertical uh, at 6'1", six, six, 195 pounds, but then your on-field work uh, was able to to match uh, the, the impressiveness as well. Um, what was the scene like after your pro day, John? I mean, who, who were some of the teams that you were able to meet with afterwards? What has what some of the feedback been like that you've received, and how do you feel the NFL views you as a pro prospect? Yeah, for sure, that's a good question. Um, there, there was definitely some feedback after the pro day, um, all positive buzz from the scouts and coaches and stuff like that. Um, there was a few teams that, I talked to individually, and then there were some my agent was talking to for me. Um, I know Steelers were one of them, Buccaneers were another, Falcons were another. Um, got a good relationship with the, the Chargers scout. Um, and then the Jaguar scout was another one. I ended up doing like a metrics test, kind of like a psychological um, test for the Jaguars uh, right after um, – the pro day. And so that was interesting. I didn't know that was going to happen. I don't really know what all that entails or stuff like that. Um, but that was kind of the extent of it after pro day. Um, and then my agent's been telling me about scouts and teams he's been talking to, but, um, to be honest, like the past week, it's it's been kind of dead. It's been kind of quiet. Um, and that's what some scouts were were telling me that it'll probably be quiet for the next couple of weeks. Um, and I don't know how much this virus and everything, everything that's going on is affecting that either. Um, but now after, after the pro day, I was, I was thankful for the scouts that came up to me and got my information and talked to me. Um, but yeah, I, was, I was grateful for that. And obviously this virus has just about everything shut down. 
Um, you know, I, I'm sure there probably would have been a, a team visit or two uh, by now if they were if the NFL teams were, were allowed right. to do so. Um, we're based out of Chicago, John. Just out of curiosity, any chance you've heard anything from the Chicago Bears? They could use some more depth at wide receiver. They could use some more speed at wide receiver, and it, it looks like you bring just that. No doubt, yeah. I know there was – so I met with most of the scouts during the season. I remember talking to the Bears scout. Um, and then I know he was there uh, on pro day. Um, and so I got to talk to him a little bit. But um, I would love to be in Chicago. Um, they got a great team up there, great city. Um, but other than that, I haven't, I haven't heard too much, too much else. Again, we're chatting with the 2020 NFL Draft prospect, wide receiver out of the University of West Georgia. He's John Hurst. And, John, I, I want to familiarize the listeners out there with you and your journey. I mean, being from Milton, Georgia, what was the recruiting process like for you coming out of Cambridge High School, and how did you ultimately wind up at uh, the University of West Georgia? Yeah, absolutely. So, like you said, I come from Milton, Georgia. went to Cambridge High School, played for uh, Coach Craig Bennett over there. Um, I went to Milton High School my freshman year. Um, kind of a 7A powerhouse, won the state championship not too long ago. Um, and then Cambridge High School opened up my sophomore year. So I had the opportunity to kind of go there and pioneer that school and um, start up something new, start up a new program. Um, and so I had a good three years there, uh, put up some good numbers junior and senior year. Um, but I, I, I'm really a late bloomer. Um, I was not 6'1", 195, running a 4'4", my senior year. Um, and so didn't get a lot of exposure and a lot of love from a lot of schools. Um, the majority of it was uh, D3 teams and then D2 teams and then small uh, FCS, like preferred walk-ons and stuff like that. Um, so I had one small D2 offer uh, to a school in Tennessee, and then I had a preferred walk-on to West Georgia. Um, and I ultimately ended up the, choosing West Georgia just because it was a great program. It was close to home, um, good football, good school. And so ended up going to West Georgia. Um, got redshirted right when I got there. Um, but used a scout team that first year um, just to learn and to grow as a football player um, and ultimately progress as, as the years went on. But looking back on it, it was a super stressful time. But uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change, change a thing about that. Um, I'm so thankful and grateful that I, that I ended up at West Georgia and ended up where I am now. Yeah, and it's certainly one of the more notable Division II programs as well, one of the more successful Division II programs in the country, the University of West Georgia is. You guys play in arguably the top conference in Division II, and that's the Gulf South. This past season, the Division II National Championship winner came from the GSC, mm-hmm. and that's West Florida. Um, what's it been like? to play in this conference the past four years, John, I mean, some of it, some people call it the SEC of division two. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a, a term that's thrown around the SEC of D2. And uh, I wholeheartedly agree with it. I might be a little biased, but I think it's the best uh, conference in division two. Um, I would argue it's more competitive <laughs> top to bottom. Absolutely. I mean, you look <laughs> at uh, the last four D2 national championships, there's been a GSC team, um, in it everywhere, every single year from North Al to West Florida to Vaud Austin. So that's the competition that we go up against week in and week out. And so um, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely been good competition. I remember uh, that was a big noticeable, noticeable difference from high school to college was just 
the speed of the game, and that, that's just a testament to the, to the talent that's at the GSC level. Um, it is D2, and D2 kind of gets looked down upon, um, but, I mean, it, it's good football, and GSC is, is as good as it comes. So um, I don't think the competition is should be a knock against anyone that plays in the GSC at all. No, I, I'm in full agreement with you, and, you know, I, I've been interviewing prospects for – almost 10 years now, John, and I think this is the, this year in terms of D2 and even D3 talent is probably the best that I've ever seen mm-hmm. it. So, and, you know, going back to the whole coronavirus outbreak, it's such a shame that uh, a lot of these guys may just get looked over because they don't get an opportunity right. at pro day. But, uh, you know, this year has a lot of talent coming out of the Division Two and even the Division Three level. Um, if I were to ask you, who do you think the best player you've lined up against has been over the years, John? Is there a specific player or two that comes to mind that was a tough matchup? Yeah, um, I think to start, like, I, I start with my own team. Um, like, you think about the, the prospects that West Georgia has put in the league, um, from Alex Arma and Dylan Donahue and Marcus Sales. Like, I used to go against Marcus Sales in one-on-ones every single day at practice. And even that, like, that's helped me so much in my game and helped me in game time situations as well. And so um, guys in this year's draft class as well, like Luttrell Gibbs and Sed, um, it was awesome going against them every single week. Um, but then also I've uh, week one this past year faced Chris Page from Catawba. He was a cornerback that I trained with. Um, I think he'll get a shot with the team. Uh, Junior Folk played for Delta State. He was a cornerback, um, All-American, uh, came from JUCO. Um, he, he's a really solid player. Uh, I'd say Steven Denmark, he played corner for Vodafone last year. He got drafted by the Bears. Um, just super raw, athleticism, talented, big cornerback. Um, and definitely, I've definitely seen some good competition um, but I'd say ultimately the, the best competition that's faced is I've come from Carrollton, Georgia, and, and just playing against the guys in practice and scrimmages um, from West Georgia. And this past season as a senior, John, you reeled in 40 receptions for over 650 yards, and you led the team with seven receiving touchdowns. What exactly allowed you to have your best season statistically as a senior? Was it just as simple as getting the uh, more of an opportunity to see the field? What was there a change in the way you prepared and uh, you know viewed the game at the receiver position? What allowed you to cap off your collegiate career with uh, your best season yet? Yeah, I, I think it was a combination of kind of all of those things. Um, like you said, I, I definitely got a lot more playing time this year. Um, I got to split time with. Malik Henry last year, he's with the Indianapolis Colts now, and then just the time the year before with J.J. Jones, who went to the Chargers and then the Jets. Um, and so it was it was awesome being able to split time with those guys and, and learn from them. Um, but ultimately this year it was my time to step up and kind of lead and um, take over the offense in a sense. And so I think that was a big part of it. Um, didn't have to share as many reps as, and was kind of the number one guy, the number one target. Um, and so that was that was a, a big help. Um, I think I'm, I'm kind of a player and a receiver that doesn't like to plateau in my game at all. I like to progress. And so throughout the years, I, I think I just got better and better. And I think um, my statistics this year showed that as well. Um, and then I think I watched more film this year than I did um, in any of the years past. 
Um, I was a I was a graduate student this year, and so I didn't have a a student teaching full on load as I did in years past, and so that definitely helped me with more time to watch film um, and do scouting reports and stuff like that. Um, and then lastly, I'd say I got uh, I sprained my AC joint the third game of the season, and um, they were telling me I could be out five to six weeks. And I remember hearing that news and just just devastated because it's my senior year and this wasn't how it was supposed to go. And so that, that was kind of motivation and I rehabbed hard to get back and I was back two weeks later and it was kind of like, I'm not taking this for granted. I'm going all out um, and just let my passion be greater than my pain. And um, I think all of those things combined really um, just created the perfect storm and, and helped me have the season that I did and um, the stats that I did. So I, I'd say a combination of all of those things. Five receptions, 93 yards, and not one, not two, but three touchdowns late in the season against Mississippi College. Yeah. Uh, where does that game rank in terms of your most memorable games that you've played in over the past four years? Yeah, I would say if not one, it's one of the top ones for sure. Um, that was a big game overall because we were in the hunt for the playoff, playoffs at the time. Mississippi College was actually ranked higher in the regional rankings than us. Um and so we had a lot of motivation to, to go into that game and, and win it. Um, and we ended up dominating them. And um, it was a good game overall for me as well. Our starting quarterback went down the week before. And so we had a backup quarterback that game. And um, luckily he, he trusted me enough to, to throw it up to me and um, ended up with three touchdowns um, for a good day. And it was also my 23rd birthday that day. So it was just a good day overall. It was definitely a memorable day. No doubt, no doubt. Probably the best way you can imagine spending your birthday, uh, having a career day. For sure. You know, John, when did you realize that you had a legit shot at pursuing an NFL career, or, or when did it hit you that you were going to, you know, go full on uh, in, into this process? Like you said, I mean, it really wasn't until this season where you, you really started to make some noise. When did it hit you that you are going to pursue a, a professional football career? Yeah, um, I would say... I think it was my redshirt sophomore year. Um, we had Nico Carter, Shaq Rowan, and then J.J. Jones. They all got opportunities in, in NFL minicamps. Um, and just being able to play with those guys and see those guys uh, get an opportunity at the next level, it was like, all right, I'm playing the same game with these guys. I, I've been sharing time with these guys. Uh, maybe I can do this as well. Um, and so I'd say my redshirt sophomore year was – really when it kind of hit me and really when it was like, okay, I can do this. Um, and then just being able to talk to, we had, I think, 30 of the 32 teams uh, come in during the season to see us. And just week after week being able to talk to each and every team, it was like, okay, this is this is becoming real. Um, I, I got to truly lock into this. Like, I'm all in for this. Uh, I'm giving this everything that I got. Um, this is plan A for sure. And so um, after the season, after the season that I had and talking with agents and trainers and stuff like that, um, I, I think that's when it was really like, all right, this is, this is what I'm about to do, and I can definitely do this for sure. A few more questions for 2020 NFL draft prospect, wide receiver out of the University of West Georgia, John Hurst. And, John, the University of West Georgia, I mean, I got to think, 
the, if they're not if they don't have the most guys playing in the NFL coming out of D two, mm-hmm. that they're certainly up there. You mentioned a bunch of your former teammates who are currently playing in the league. Have uh, any of those guys given you any advice as you kind of look to follow their footsteps into the NFL? Yeah, for sure. I, I've got a good relationship with a lot of those guys. Um, like I mentioned, Malik Henry, you were. We're still good friends. We got the same agent. Um, Marcus Sales plays corner for the Vikings. Um, we trained at the same facility. Um, they gave me a lot of advice, like going into pro day, which was super helpful. Um, just telling me to trust in my training and stuff like that. Um, I remember talking to Malik, and I was just asking him what, what the what the difference in level of competitiveness is and stuff like that. Um, and he says the speed of the game is definitely faster, so learn the playbook, be comfortable with the playbook, um, and then also just have a lot of confidence as well. If, if you're playing scared, if you're playing timid, if you're playing nervous up there, you're just playing steps slower. Um, and so hearing stuff, um, hearing advice from those guys um, is def- definitely helpful, definitely beneficial, and definitely stuff I'm going to use as, as I get into camps and rookie, rookie mini camps and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly not out of the ordinary for you to be around NFL talent. Um, Quincy Avery tweeted out a picture a day or two ago. I mean, it's a picture of uh, about, I don't know, 15, 20 guys, and you're you're among them, um, as well as a few talented quarterbacks. Uh, I see Tyrod Taylor, Deshaun Watson, um, you know, what, what's, what's it like working with those guys? Have you been able to catch any passes from those guys? And, uh, if so, I, I'm sure you're in the ear of Deshaun Watson right now as they recently traded, uh, De- DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, what's that experience been like? Right. So yeah, me and I've been connected with Quincy Avery for a while now. Um, he trains a lot of quarterbacks out of, uh, Millen, Georgia here. Um, and so ever since high school, I've been able to just catch passes for the quarterbacks that he's been training with. Um, so even when I was in high school and Deshaun was at Clemson, I was able to catch passes for him. And so, um, that was cool, cool for me at the high school. But yeah, the, the other day we were out there and Deshaun Watson was out there. Tyrod Taylor was out there. Spawn Diggs was out there. Um, and so I was, I was going with Deshaun Watson about every time. And, um, he just puts the ball right on the money. And, um, it's just cool to be able to run routes for, uh, an NFL starter like that. Um, get like chemistry with, with guys like that. Um, like yesterday, I was with Tyrod Taylor every single time, and so um, this kind of gives you motivation, gives you um, just kind of a glimpse of, of what's to come, which is really cool. And then uh, being able to watch and run routes with Stephon Diggs, um, you know, he's arguably one of the best route runners in the league. And so I was just watching every single rep and um, trying to take as many mental notes and as I could and um, trying to apply it to my game and to my route running as well. Um, but, yeah, I love being around pro talent like that, and um, I just crave that and, and try to take as much as I can as possible. Well, uh, in a little over a month, it'll be an everyday thing for you as uh, the NFL draft is uh, set to kick off April 23rd. For those not familiar with your game, John, how would you describe it? What would, what would you say is your biggest strength as a wide receiver? For sure. Um Obviously, I would say speed is uh, definitely up there. Um, I was able to show that at, at the pro day with the four five, but um, more than more than anything, like I feel like my game speed um, four four five. John, don't don't sell yourself <laughs> short now. Four four five for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like you know some guys that that might not translate to their game, but um, I feel like my game speed is, is as good as it gets. As 
is as good as it comes. Um, and so even in my routes and stuff like that, I, I feel like I got, I got good speed. Um, and then obviously I take pride in catching the ball. It's what you want as a, as a receiver. Um, I don't have many drops during the season. Um, I take pride in attacking the ball in the air, going back to the quarterback and curls and digs and stuff like that. Um, going up to win 50-50 balls, snatching away balls, tucking balls quick. Um, so the, I think those two big things are the biggest things that I want to translate to the NFL is, um, you know, playing at a high game speed level and then attacking the ball when it when it's in the air. I, I think that's the most important thing is just making the most of every opportunity and making the most of when the ball is thrown to you and um, just having a high catch percentage um, just because quarterbacks will be able to trust you with that. So. And a minute ago, you, you mentioned how you were able to work out with Stefan Diggs. Uh, in terms of current or former professional wide receivers, John, uh, who are some players that you like to take bits and pieces of their game and add it into your own? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you mentioned Stefan Diggs. Uh, he's route running. Um, I love just watching film on him and how he gets in and out of breaks really smooth, really quick. Um, Route running wise, I, I like watch Odell Beckham. I think he gets in and out of breaks really well. Uh, love watching like old Chad Johnson uh, film. His footwork is just incredible. Uh, guys like release release wise, I like watching Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. I feel like they're really patient off the line. They use kind of like a lot of crossover type moves and stuff like that. Um, and then I also like watching guys like Julio Jones and uh, guys like Adam Thielen, guys, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, just guys who are the best at what they do at the top of the game. Um, I wouldn't say I particularly model my game after any one person. I like to try to take the best things from each of the top receivers and, and try to uh, translate them to my game as well. But I, I always love watching film on those guys, and I'm always trying to take things from, from their game and apply it to mine. Definitely. And final question. Let's say we have all 32 NFL general managers. They're listening to this very interview. Why should they want the wide receiver out of the University of West Georgia, John Hurst, a part of their team? Yeah, uh, I would say just every NFL team that um, I know that I have the talent to play at the next level. I think uh, my film, my stats, my numbers, pro day results, I think that all speaks for itself. Um but the only thing I need is I need an opportunity. I just need one team um, to give me a chance to give me an opportunity. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a former walk-on guy, and so I've learned that opportunities aren't always promised. I've learned that there's not always a lot of them, and so when they come, you got to make the most of them, and that's what I plan to do at the next level as well. No doubt about it. John, congratulations on all the success up to this point. Um, you know, whether it's uh, during your time at West Georgia, like you said, uh, you know, being a walk-on there and then uh, capping off a, a senior season in which you led the team in receiving touchdowns and now coming off of a fantastic pro day. It seems like the buzz is uh, only going to be going up from here. Congratulations on all the success, man, and wishing you all the best. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. I enjoyed it.